Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So we want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it and then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And yeah, I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it forced upon me. I can't refuse it. I did not seek it. I did not choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Give a count if I abuse it just a tiny little minute. But your eternities, my eternities are wrapped up in it. I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be with you. And I want to let you know, if you want to get a new attitude and you want to get a a new aptitude and you want to get a new success concept, then you want to stay around for this show because I got my friend, Hall of Fame speaker, Steve Rizzo. He has a new book, a timeless, entertaining dialogue for living an extraordinary life. Oh, and it is fantastic. So you want to stay around as we talk about conversations with Bob, with Steve Rizzo. Well, I am grateful for each and every one of you who joined me today, and I'm grateful for y'all taking time out. You know, I start each show with that minute, God's minute, then I take a moment to give God some glory, just give God some praise, to thank him for life and strength and health. I'm grateful for every day. I'm grateful for every opportunity. I'm grateful. This show is number one self-help show in the country. I'm grateful for the podcast. I'm grateful for speaking and the books, but most of all, I'm grateful for life and strength and health. I'm grateful for friends and family. So we are grateful. And I give God glory for all things I cannot I cannot pay for. Good health. You cannot afford to pay for that. You can try. You know, the Dalai Lama said most people work hard, work hard and work hard and work hard and, and, and give up their good health for money. And then they have to spend all their money to try and regain the health. Well, I am grateful for health. And then I'm grateful for friends. And I got a great one on today. Well, after that, I'd want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Truist Bank. When you start with care, you build a different kind of bank. Two banks came together, BB&T and SunTrust. And they came together as a merger of equals to create a great new bank called Truist. And they are making a difference globally, but particularly in America, with people to help them get home ownership, help them with, get with legacy 
legacy wealth and help them to get financial literacy. So go to truest.com, truest.com. When you start with care, you build a different kind of bank. Well, I mentioned my guest. My guest is a good friend. He's a member of the National Speakers Association. He's a member of the Speakers Hall of Fame. He is the attitude adjuster. You can't attend one of his speeches or seminars or read his books and leave with the same attitude. He's a personal development expert, a comedian, a motivational speaker, best-selling author. His popular PBS special brought in into millions of homes. It's no surprise that he's been inducted, as I said, into the Speaker Hall of Fame and honored that I'm honored to be in that group and only three 300 people in the world since 1977. One of his greatest achievements was the stellar degree of success he achieved as a comedian, being chosen as a Showtime Comedian All-Star. What was next for this funny guy in the prime of his career? It was to trade in the standing ovations as a stand-up comedian for speaking and changing people's lives with his message, his thinking, and his impact. Don't let the laughter fool you. He brings to the table an incredible ability to engage people and to shift their way of thinking to discover greater enthusiasm, increased productivity, and higher and greater levels of success. As one of his clients said, never has my group learned so much, laughed so hard in one sitting. Thanks for the ride. My friend, Steve Rizzo. Hey, Steve, good to have you, buddy. How do I follow that? (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I, I've, I've given you now the people a little bit of a little background, but where did this guy come from, Steve Rizzo? And how did you get from there to here? I mean, from I believe you you grew up in New York somewhere because you got that New York accent. So tell us all about where you came from and how you got to be where you are. You got a problem with the New York accent? <laughs> 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 it was it it was a journey, Willie. You know, I. I as a matter of fact, recently I've been doing a lot of reflecting where I was and where I am, and uh, and and that's the main reason. This is the main reason why I left stand up, a very successful career as a comedian, to uh, uh, to become a motivational, inspirational speaker. Uh, I was voted least likely to succeed in my senior class in high school. <laughs> and I know I, I, I laugh at that now, and uh, uh, I was told by a guidance counselor. In front of my mom and dad when I was 14 years old, and he, this is exactly what he said. Well, let's just say that Steve doesn't have what it takes to go to college. Mm. And, I, and I believed him. And my mom and dad were from the old school. They didn't know anybody. I had great parents, but they were from the old school. And, you know, if you remember back in the day, you know, people look at authority figures like they're the final word, you know. Right. So they figured this guy's got to know what he's talking about. Look at his title, guidance counselor. If he doesn't know, I mean, who does? Right. So not only did I let this guy tell me what what I couldn't do with my life, I allowed him to tell me what I what I could do. Mm. And um, those labels, I didn't think anything of it then. And then I was voted least likely to succeed. But when I went into my adult life, I realized it was that type of negative labeling that molded the direction for a good part of my life. Mm. And um, it was, I'm, I'm cutting a lot of stuff out, but it was six years after high school, hanging out with the wrong crowd, getting in trouble, uh, that I mustered up enough courage to go to college. Wow. And I, and I was scared. And uh, he, although it wasn't easy, I graduated with high honors. Wow. I went back to the same school that I graduated from 
where the guidance counselor told me I just didn't have what it takes and where I was voted least likely to succeed. And I was an English teacher and a counselor for kids with behavioral problems. Wow. Proving once and for all that guidance counselors are not fortune tellers. Right. That's right. There you go. So as I was doing the teaching gig for a while, and I loved it, that's something it, it was in, it was within me to be a teacher. Uh, I was going to the comedy clubs around Long Island and New York City just at night to see, just to have fun. Right. And I got really good at it. I mean, really good at it. I left the school system and uh, I decided to get into the world of stand-up comedy. And uh, it was it was. For over 25 years, I headlined comedy clubs, theaters, colleges throughout the country, made a lot of TV appearances. I even had a Showtime special where I was nominated by Woody Harrelson as a Showtime comedy all-star. Wow. My opening acts, Willie, and a lot of people uh, go like this when I say this. My opening acts when I was doing stand-up, Chris Rock opened for me. Wow. Uh, Sam Kennison opened for me. Rosie O'Donnell opened for me. Drew Carey opened for me. Many other giants of comedy. I stay. I I, I shared the marquee, the stage, with uh, uh, Rodney Dangerfield, with Eddie Murphy, with Jerry Seinfeld, with Ellen DeGeneres, uh, Kevin James, and um, and I'm not saying any of this to impress your listeners, but. Well, yes, I am. Maybe just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. I mean, you know. <laughs> but, but I'm saying it to impress upon you people that another shift took place in my life. Wow. And uh, at the very pinnacle of my stand-up career, I started delving in to the self-help thing. And um, you know, it's really cool because I very rarely tell this story. And I, I realize now as I'm telling you how important it is, I really thought I had that negative stuff under control. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm headlining all these clubs. Now, these people that I mentioned to you were my opening acts. And all of a sudden I'm noticing, why are my opening acts getting the big breaks? Mm. How come opportunity isn't knocking on my door? And I realized I came to the harsh reality Opportunity was knocking. I was afraid to open the door. Wow. Oh, 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 boom. That's a big one. Opportunity was knocking, but you were afraid to open the door because of your negative and attitude. Years that went on. Mm. And I was sabot- I was afraid of fear and failure. I mean, uh, fear, failure, and success. You talk about not being able to make up your own mind. <laughs> so I realized what was happening. And, uh, Here's how I was sabotaging myself. I was headlining all the clubs yeah. and all the theaters. I'm doing good, having a blast, probably partying way too much. Right. And my management team and my agency, every time they wanted me to audition in California for sitcoms, commercials, and movies, I made an excuse. Mm. I made an excuse. Well, I can't. I'm going to be booked in this theater in in Omaha, Nebraska. I'm going to be. And they're saying, what's wrong with you? You can't keep doing this. And it's when they scolded me that I realized, why am I avoiding the big auditions? And then I realized I equated it as authority figures, people Mm. who can tell me I'm not good enough. Mm. Because when you audition for a sitcom, for a movie or a commercial, the audience is completely filled with industry people, 
producers, mm-hmm. directors, casting directors. It's not a regular audience. And there, they have you under a microscope. And there was something within me that was afraid to be told I wasn't good enough. Wow. Or smart enough or worthy enough. But when I came to the realization, I got emotionally upset. And I just said, no more. I went on a quest to better myself. Wow. I went to many spiritual seminars, motivational seminars. I read almost every book that I know you've read, Napoleon Hill, right. Norman Vincent Peale. I mean, all of them. Right. I fell asleep with headphones, listening to affirmations. Now, this took a couple of years. Sure. But what happened is that this incredible transformation took place. And uh, um, I had an, an invincible belief system. And people knew it. Mm. Ironically, that's when the entertainment industry was interested in me. But something happened. I was no longer interested in them. Wow. And it was at a Tony Robbins seminar. He had thousands of people in the audience. And I'm looking at this man. He, I know he's big in stature, but he's a giant. I mean, emotionally and physically, spiritually. And I'm looking at him. and. Something made me pick up my pen and I wrote on a piece of paper, I can do this. Mm. And I put it down and I'm listening to him again. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at people, how he has them mesmer- mesmerized. I pick up my pen again. I'm, again, I don't even know I'm doing this. And I wrote down, I should be doing this. Mm. And then a little while later, I said, damn it, I'm doing this. And that was it. I still have that hanging up in my room. It's wow. a piece of paper in a frame. And I made the decision. I was living in L.A. part time. I was married. My house is on Long Island, but and I'm living in L.A. My roommate was Drew Carey. At the wow. Time. Wow. Good friends. And um, I came in from an audition. He said, hey, how did the audition go? And I said. Uh, it went really well. He goes, what do you want to do for dinner? And some this is when it came out. I said, Drew. It doesn't matter. I said, I just want you to know I'm leaving in a week. I'm going to pay you for the month's rent, but I'm leaving. I'm not doing this anymore. Wow. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break and we've got more with Steve Rizzo. What a compelling story. You want to hear the rest of this story. So we'll be back in a few shakes. And for sure, for sure, for sure, your best is yet to come. This is Dr. Will and Jolly. We'll be right back. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me. You can call on me. Call me. You can call on me. Pick up the phone. You can call And call me. Are you ready to revolutionize your relationship with money? I'm Brian Ford, a financial wellness expert. And I'm Bright Dixon, an expert in positive psychology. Together, we host Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, 
a podcast from Truist Bank that's all about exploring the relationship between your money, your mindset, and your well-being. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or truest.com forward slash money and mindset podcast. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, host of the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. The smart first step to buying a home is knowing how much you can afford. A truest mortgage professional can help you understand that in just a few minutes. Connecting with a lender first helps you to be more confident in your search. Truest offers loans that can help you become a homeowner with a low down payment. The best way to find out if you qualify for a low down payment loan is to talk with a truest mortgage professional. Visit truest.com slash mortgage truest dot com slash mortgage to see current rates to get a sample mortgage payment using their calculator and find resources to help you buy a home talk to a truest mortgage professional about your loan options having that relationship in place can help you find the best financing options available to you truest bank is an equal housing lender when you start with care you get a different kind of bank truest bank and we're back this is dr willie jolly on the willie jolly wealthy way show and podcast around the world around the uh, around the world you can get the podcast absolutely free you can get the show here on this network there are all sorts of places you can now get access to what we're doing then i want you to go to winwithwillie.com winwithwillie.com to access all of my sites all of the things we're doing and especially check out our new comeback show a broadway style play that i'm doing in the washington area you can come in a lot of people are coming from all over the country and around the world to experience this show, thecomebackshow.com. But you'll see it at winwithwilly.com, winwithwilly.com. My special guest is my friend. He's a Hall of Fame speaker. He's a, he, was, he was one of the top comedians on the comedian comedy circuit. Uh, he was well-known, but he made a decision that he was going to do more, be more, and achieve more with his life. He was in L.A., and he went to an audition. The audition went well, but he said, I'm going to do something else. And he made a decision and moved on. Finish that story, please, Steve. Yeah. So, um, you know, I was with uh, Drew Carey. We had a big argument. He said, well, you're not going to do that speaking crap, are you? And I said, yeah. And, and, and I said, whatever it takes. And then he said, but you're so close to making it. And that's when it hit me. I said, how can I be so close to something that I just don't think I want to do anymore? Wow. And, and, and it, wasn't, it wasn't an easy decision. Sure. Because I dedicated 20 some odd years of my life to to get to that point where the industry would be interested in me. But that teacher in me was still there. And I knew I knew the higher part of me, the God part of me was saying the comedy was your foundation to captivate the audience. And now you have another mission in life. And that's to let people know that they are far more powerful than they can possibly think. And, they are and, far and, more powerful than they can think. That's right. Exactly. So cutting out a lot of the other stuff, I, I, I decided to call my wife up and I told her I'm coming home. She knew exactly what I was going through because she's the only one that knew the stuff that was eating me. 
I let my manager go, my agent go. My manager tried to sue me and uh, it didn't work. And uh, I started booking myself part time because I still needed to make a living as a comedian. As I was trying to get into this motivational thing, I think my prayer was answered when somebody told me it was Al Perinolo. I don't know if you remember him. He was the president of the New York chapter of NSA. Yes. And I saw him at a comedy club called Rascals in West Orange, New Jersey, one of the best premier comedy clubs in the country. And he was there and he came up to me and we talked. And uh, he looked at me as we were talking and I, he's, he said, I'm sorry, but I, it seems to me that something's not right. You seem off talking to me. Is, is everything OK? And I said, um, I appreciate your comments. I said, but I, I just don't want to do the stand up anymore. I want to do something else. And there's something else that I want to do. I really don't know anything about and I'm pursuing it. I said, as a matter of fact, uh, I, I said a prayer before I came here and um, I asked for guidance. Send me someone or something that can help me get into this new business that I know nothing about, but yet I know I want to do it. And he's looking at me and he goes, well, what is it that you want to do? And I said, I want to be, I guess what you would call a motivational speaker. And he started laughing his butt off and he's laughing. Mm. And I said, what are you laughing at? He said, I'm the answer to your prayers. He goes, I'm Al Perinello, and I'm the president of the New York chapter of the National Speakers Association. He invited me to one of NSA's workshops that was at the Omni Hotel in Charlotte, North Carolina. Yep. 1994. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that was the year I joined, joined NSA. But wow. here's the miraculous thing. Here's the God thing that happens. This, this is what I mean about prayer. Because when I pray, especially now, Yes. I pray knowing it's going to be answered. And I have no time limit on the answer. I don't know. I don't care how it's going to happen. I just know it's going to happen. I see it. Mm, Wow. Wow. So he takes me. I I go there. And here's the weirdest thing, Willie. Almost everyone there. Do you remember Vanna Novak and all those people? They all knew. The board of NSA knew me. They either saw me at their theater, their comedy club, or they saw me on my Showtime special that was aired just a month before that. Wow. So there I am thinking, I'm starting all over. I'm going to be a small fish in a pond. And everybody, not everyone, but most of them knew me. Right. So I get back after these people are telling me how wonderful I am and how funny I am. I get back to my house. There's a message on my answering service. I play it. And she said, Steve, this is Vanna Novak. And uh, we were all impressed with you at the workshop. We'd like to know. <laughs> this blows me away. We would like to know if you would like to come to our convention and speak to a couple hundred of the top speakers in the country on how to add humor in their presentation. Wow. And I just went, whoa. And I said, yes. I had no idea on how the hell to do it. I had no idea. But I had six months to prepare. That was it. I nailed it. I nailed it. Then I did the evening presentation in St. Louis at one of the workshops. And that's when Nito and everybody else was Nito Cobain and all the other people. I got a roaring standing ovation. And that's when so many bureaus were coming to the National Speakers Association's workshops and conventions. They were giving me their cards. I was getting booked to speak and I didn't even have a presentation prepared. Wow. Wow. And that's how it started. And that's that's when I met you. And that's I right. 
I, I right. became a member in 1994, and you, and I'm not blowing smoke at you here, you were one of the biggest inspirations to me because 1994 was in Washington, D.C., and that's, that's right. you and, and, and Jane, Jane Herlong, sang, right? sang the national anthem, and you had me crying my ass off. <laughs> and, and then I talked to you after it, and yes. I knew you were a big fan of me, and I was a view, but you were one of the sparks, you know? Yes. And, it's amazing how when you follow your heart, wow. even though there's fear and fear, and I call some people call fear the, the enemy. Some people call it the voice. I call it the big mouth inside your head because you, if you listen to it, there will be hell to pay. <laughs> That's right. That's, That's right. True. That's true. And when you follow your heart, your life starts coming together. Wow. So wow. That, that was it. And it all I've written five books, and because of that one decision, led me to the reason why I was put on this planet. And that's when I wrote this book that you read, Conversations with Bob, A Timeless, Entertaining Dialogue for Living an Extraordinary Life. I promise you, I know this is the reason I was put on this planet. And it took me that many years. Wow. Folks, let me tell you about this book. It's called Conversations with Bob. Now, he sent it to me during the hiatus where we have our summer break. And I started going through it. And I was so intrigued. I said, this is so brilliant. It's brilliant. And it's a book, a timeless, entertaining dialogue on living extraordinary life. And it is out of some of the pain, some of the challenges that uh, Steve Rizzo experienced, but also out of his forethought, his profound thinking about how he was able to in infuse not only principles for success, but also how to do what he just said. Make sure you believe your belief systems are, in, are strengthened and in, empowered. Now it's, it's called conversations with Bob. You've got to tell <laughs> this is so unique who Bob is okay. and versus who Bernie is, and I mean yeah. it's just incredible. Again, I wrote it. This was it took me seven years to write the book. Wow. I wrote it at the lowest point in my life after a divorce after thirty four years. Wow. And, and it was my decision. Wow. And and as I said to a dear friend of mine, sometimes doing the right thing can be the most painful thing you could ever do. Right. And it 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 tore me apart. It brought me from here to here. Wow. But yet I knew I was doing the right thing. I had I, I just knew it. I made an abrupt decision to leave my house on Long Island to move to California. I don't even know why I did it. I just knew that's where I had to go. I had friends, some of them from NSA, that got me a place in uh, Marina Del Rey. I lived there for two years to face my demons. Wow! To find out what was what what's going on with me. Mm -hmm. And um, after about a month of living there, I exercise every day. I was working out at a twenty-four hour gym. As a matter of fact, it was Gold's Gym right in Venice, California. And then I would walk on the beach and it was around 4.30 in the morning. One morning is when I lost it. I mean, I lost it. Mm. And um, I started yelling and I started yelling at God and saying, where are you? Why aren't you answering me? And I went into this upheaval. If anyone would have heard me, they, they would have dialed 911 because mm. I actually know 
I'm downplaying this, but I actually know what it's like to lose your mind. I lost mm. Wow. After heart-wrenching tears, I sat in the sand and I got up. I was exhausted. And I took a step and I said, what the hell is wrong with me? And what the hell am I doing here? I took another step. And something within me said, you know why you're here and you know what's wrong. You're just too caught up in your own drama to find the answer. Mm. I said, where is this coming from? I took another step. I asked another question. Another answer came and I kept doing it. I got very excited. I got into my car, went to my apartment in Rio Del Rey, took out my laptop. For hours, I'm writing a question and the answer's coming. I'm writing a question. And I knew I was having a conversation with God. I knew it was God. It was the higher part of me. I was exhausted, Willie, exhausted. I let it go. I went to sleep. I must have slept for like 10 hours. When I got up, I I, I put on my laptop and I started reading what I wrote. And I I don't, I I didn't believe I couldn't, I don't remember writing anything that I wrote almost anything. Right. So I kept writing. Then all of a sudden, as the days went on, I'm saying to myself, I'm writing a book. The God part of me is guiding me to write a book. Then my sense of humor kicked in. Then my, my, my ability to tell a story kicked in. And then something, the most important thing kicked in. And that's when my vulnerability came out. And I wasn't afraid to tell people what I went through. And to this day, I'm not afraid to tell anyone what I went through. And um, hold that thought. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break for station identification. We're going to come right back because this is so compelling and it, it can impact you wherever you are in your life. Maybe with the struggles you're going through, with the things you look good on the outside, struggling on the inside. We're going to come right back after station identification. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life or a setback is a setup for a comeback or turn setbacks into greenbacks or chicken soup for the soul or an attitude of excellence or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last and now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store, get some of the art the videos, the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and podcast around the country, around the world with my special guest, Hall of Fame speaker, best-selling author, 
and world-renowned comedian who has a new book called Conversations with Bob, Steve Rizzo. We'll be right back with Steve after this quick break for a moment to talk about our fact that we want to help people get homes. And our sponsor is Truist Bank, and they have made a commitment to help people get homes. Truist offers loans that can help you become a homeowner with a low down payment. The best way to find out if you qualify for a low down payment loan is to talk with a Truist mortgage professional. Visit Truist.com slash mortgage, Truist.com slash mortgage to see current rates, get a sample mortgage payment using their calculator and find resources to help you buy a home. Talk to a Truist mortgage professional about your loan options. Having that relationship in place can help you find the best financing options available to you. Truist Bank is an equal housing lender. When you start with care, you get a different kind of bank, truest bank. For those who are just joining us, my special guest is my friend, Steve Rizzo. Steve Rizzo, let me give you a quick synopsis of who he was, or who he is. He was a guy who was told in high school that he was least likely to succeed. His College high school counselor told him he didn't he didn't see college in his future, and he lived that kind of life for a while. But one day he made a decision to go back to school, go to college. He graduated with honors, went on back to that school where he uh, graduated from, and the way they told him that he was least likely to, to to succeed. He became a teacher there. He taught for a number of years, and on the side, on his weekends, on on the, in his evenings, he went to comedy clubs and started working on a new thing comedy, doing stand-up. Well, he became one of the best in America, and he was at all the top comedy clubs, and he was at all of the big uh, venues, as well as did a Showtime special where he was named an all-star. Well, he kept doing it, but then something else changed. He realized there was something more, something bigger, something else, and he went on to start working on himself, self-development, professional development, and then he went on to become a speaker, and now he is in the Speaker Hall of Fame. He is uh, one of the top speakers. He has a new book called Conversations with God. Com- I said it. I said it wrong. Conversations with Bob, but it's really Conversations with God. It but, it, but it's Conversation with Bob, and how he gets to Bob is so hilarious. Uh, before we go any further, where can they reach you? And where can they get the book? We want people to call you to book you to speak, and we want them to go get the book. Where can they get the book first? Okay, they can get the book uh, on Amazon. You can just get it. Or uh, I suggest if you want to, you can go to uh, the Bob website, which is yourinnerbob.com. Yourinnerbob.com. You can go to my website, steverizzo.com. But you can get it on Amazon, and it's getting great reviews on Amazon. And um, I would appreciate it, folks, if you do go to Amazon and you do purchase it, um, write a, a review. That goes a long way. My message, well, my, my mission is to get the message out. Well, this mission is going to be well uh, uh, received by this audience. Once they read it, they're going to go and not only buy multiple copies, give them away maybe for for gifts, but they're also going to say, you know what? This book is profound. It's profound. Profound. Okay. Okay. So you were going in a low part in your life. You have this uh, transformational experience. You start writing. You start writing the book, and it just flows out of you. Now- how did how what tell them what the concept is? Who is Bob and who Bernie? Okay, <laughs> okay. The, the book is a dialogue between two characters, Bob and Bernie. 
And as I'm writing the book, like I said, it took me seven years to write because every time I thought it was finished, Bob, who is God, says, no, you're not. I'll tell you when you're finished. <laughs> and, uh, oh, serious. That's, I, God woke me up two o'clock in the morning and I kept saying, can't we work something out? Can you can you inspire me when I really am supposed to wake up in the morning? So, <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, I use that humor throughout the book. And it's two characters, Bob and Bernie. Bernie resides in a negative zone where challenges get blown out of proportion and problems turn into emotional havoc. Mm. And Bob is the antithesis to the firewall of fear that you're in a Bernie insists is real. Bernie is a guy who's in his mid fifties and I'm not going to give everything away, but he's in his mid fifties. He doesn't like his life. He went through three divorces, every business thing he tried to, to excel in just tanked and he's blaming God. And he gets worked up. He has a heart attack. He passes on. He thinks he's in heaven. And he meets this guy, the gatekeeper, and uh, doesn't know that the gatekeeper is God. And um, the gatekeeper says, well, how can I help you? He goes, I want to speak to the big guy. And he goes, what do you mean, the big guy? You know, the light, the force, the almighty. Uh, you know, I want to speak to God. So then the gatekeeper goes, well, you know, it doesn't really matter what you call him. Uh, we call him the big kahuna up here. He goes, well, if it doesn't matter what you call him, then I'll just call him Bob, okay? <laughs> so, so the gatekeeper goes, Bob's a nice name. <laughs> so anyway, when he finds out that the gatekeeper, Bob, is 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 God, when he finds out the gatekeeper is God, he looks and goes, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to call you Bob. So uh, God says, no, let's use Bob. He goes, I brought you here for a reason. Your life isn't working, and um, I'm here to help you out. And uh, he said, I think Bob is a relatable name. I want My goal is to let people know that I'm a friend. There's someone they can talk to anytime. And um, Bernie breaks down and starts crying and says, how come you never answered my prayers? You never did. I pleaded with you. Do you know what it's like to, to see your friends excel in everything they do, to see other people have what you want? You never answered my prayers. And Bob gives him the hard truth and said, I did. I said, but you pray with the same negative attitude you have about everything in your life. And yet you expect a miracle. Mm. So then uh, Bernie says, well, isn't that your job? Aren't you supposed to perform miracles? And he said, did you ever hear the saying, God helps those who help themselves? And Bernie said, yeah, I heard it my whole life. And Bob goes, well, apparently you don't know what it means. He goes, Bernie, look at me. He said, you have to meet me halfway. Mm. I can only do for you for what you're willing to do for yourself. You can't pray for peace of mind and get in your car and start cursing at everybody in traffic. You can't pray for success. And then two weeks after you pray, it's not going as fast as you want. And then say, oh, I knew this is going to happen. My prayers are never answered. Everybody else has what I want. I always, play, I always planted the seed possibility, but you squashed the seed from taking root because of your negative attitude. Now mm. you have a choice. You either stay here and I can help you or you can go back to your body. He goes, you're not dead. He goes, I'm just giving you a chance. What do you want to do? So Bernie says, okay, I'll hang out here for a while. And Bob gives Bernie what he calls common sense success strategies and shifting habits that can guide him to turn his life around. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. Let me read a, a piece from page uh, 37. For your sake, especially during tough times, get into the habit of choosing positive thoughts and empowering words. Bernie frowns. Uh, it's kind of abstract. I can smile every time a shovel full of crap gets heaped on my plate, but it won't make 
eating it any more pleasant or prevent it from happening again. And Bob shakes his head. The fact is, your entire life is a result of the choices you make. And for every choice you make, consciously or unconsciously, there's always a consequence. Always. In fact, Bernie, here's the hard truth. Where you are at this point in your life, personally and professionally, is based on the choices you made in the past. Those choices are the key factors that determine the quality of life you have right now. There are no ifs, nos, ands, or buts about it. And, and I love that because that, that is just profound principle. It's a principle. Yeah. Uh, my friend Les Brown says it like this. He said, wherever you are in your life, you made an appointment to be there. Okay. Uh, My friend Will Smith played in the movie, The Pursuit of Happiness. Chris Gardner, he said, wherever you are in life, you drove there. (laughs) Now, the good thing is when you decide you make the choice, you can drive away and drive to a better place. And that's what you talk about right there. I had, I I mean, that, that, let me tell you folks, I have this book earmarked. I have it uh, dog-eared and I've got pencil marks and I've got, now it's a, a fable, a, a parable. It's a, a story that came out of the mind of Steve Rizzo, but there's so much good principle-based thinking, principle-based success strategies that can help you grow your success. Well, uh, you've been, you, you tell us some of the things that you think were, will, will profoundly help people, particularly those in, in wanting to grow their business, grow themselves, grow their futures. What are some of the principles that you have found that were successfully uh, written about in this book? Make a conscious choice every day to enjoy yourself during the process of whatever it is you're trying to achieve. One of the biggest mistakes people make in business today, especially in this country, especially high achievers, they create a mindset that signifies, I'll be happy when I achieve the goal. I'll mm-hmm. be happy when I get to where I want to go. Totally leaving the journey by the wayside. And what mm-hmm. they're doing when they say, I'll, I'll be happy when I get it, you're putting your happiness on hold. Mm-hmm. You're actually convincing yourself that your happiness is dependent upon something that has to take place at some point in the future. Totally leaving the journey by the wayside. And so Bob explains to Bernie and says, the journey is the goal. Every Mm. step along the way is the goal. The, the achieving the goal, the destination is just the icing on the cake. Wow. The journey is the cake. Brilliant. And, And you write in the book, you should be happy. Every day you go to work, when you're happy, when you're at work, doing what you do, you do it better. You do it with more energy. You do it with more proficiency. You do it with more excitement. And your performance improves. Therefore, when you perform better, you produce more. When you produce more, you get more money. You make more profits from it. And there's a process that is one, one, and it starts by making a decision. I'm happy. I'm Digging what I'm doing. I'm enjoying it. And that's what you decided to do when you left comedy to become a speaker. You know, when you, as I was listening to your story, I thought about my story. We're so close because I was a nightclub singer and I was frustrated. I was saying, I, I want more. Why aren't I having the big breaks? Why aren't I having a big success? And then the difference between you left voluntarily. I had the nightclub uh, in because the club owner said, we're going to change our venue situation and we're going to buy a karaoke machine because it's cheaper than paying this band every night. I was devastated because all I knew to be was a singer and a nightclub performer. But 
I did what you did. I started listening to motivational cassette tapes, read yeah. Think and Grow Rich. I read the different books and I started listening to great speakers, learning from great speakers, going to seminars. And then I connected with the National Speakers Association and started meeting the Nito Cobains and the Les, well, I knew Les Brown, but the Nito Cobains, the Brian Tracy's, the Zig Ziglar's, the W. Mitchell's, uh, people like yourself. And then it changed, my life changed. And now I am living my dream, traveling around the world, national radio, best-selling books, because I learned where I was supposed to be by having faith in God, trusting, and then going to work. Oh, man, yeah. this is such a good book. We're going to take another quick break for station, and we're going to come back. We have one more break for, for commercials, and then we're going to come back and let Steve Rizzo just give you his best stuff. Y'all stay tuned. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show, and for sure. Your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education, and there's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went and it changed my life. And I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500. And that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. 
and he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast with my special guest, Steve Rizzo. He is a Hall of Fame speaker, and he also is a stand-up comedian who went on to do great things in the comedy industry, but he decided there was something bigger and better for him, something bigger than inside of him that could change the world. So he decided to do that, and he decided to share a new way of thinking. He went back and started developing himself and growing himself and reading the books, listening to the audios and the motivational seminars he went to and attended. And everything changed. Well, he has a new book called Conversations with Bob. Conversations with Bob. Let me read a couple of things from this book that I thought were profound. And I, I took a lot of notes, a lot, a lot of notes uh, about this book and how it can have an impact. Make the shift. Right now, your life is being dominated by thoughts of lack, doubt, uncertainty, and fear. Your life and career will only change when you change the way you think and feel. Your greatest power to change your life is the power you have to seek solutions. That's a miracle. Bernie, that's a miracle. A miracle can be as simple as a shift in perception that rearranges your life for the better. It is a way of thinking that taps into a higher possibility that you can change and you can see how you view life differently, which in turn will change how life treats you. Mm, I love that. As long as you keep thinking in limiting ways that define and reinforce the impossible, you will never be able to experience the miracles that I, Bob, have in store for you. I can set up the miracle. I can plant the seed. I can open the door to opportunity, but you have to believe that it's possible. You have to make the shift. Be still and know that I am Bob. <laughs> oh, one more thing I like here. It says, your place at this point in life is based on the choices you made in the past. Those choices are the key factors that determine the quality of life you have right now. They are the the keys to your success. You cannot stop the unexpected from interfering with your goals and dreams. You just have to make the decision. But you can always choose how to respond differently. Well, what I say in my speech is you can't control what happens around you. You can't have control what happens to you, but you got complete control over what happens in you. You choose to be happy. You choose to be grateful. You choose to be successful. Those are all your choices. So you have to choose to remember that you can and have, as Steve Rizzo says over and over and through this book, an attitude of gratitude. There will be time when chaos and negative forces surround you, but you don't have to let them inside of you. It may not be easy at first, but as you condition yourself to think different, 
and you prepare for the day ahead with gratitude, joyful statements, and positive visualization, you will notice that stressful situations outside forces don't bother you as much, and you can keep being resilient. In my uh, one-man show, The Comeback Show, I talk about something out of the book, A Setback is Set Up for a Comeback. The, the fact that there are two types of bugs. There's a negative bug and a positive bug. Negative bug gets uh, gets out on its way, hits a windshield, doesn't deserve the windshield, but it happened anyway. And all it does is whine, cry, and complain about the situation and circumstance, and it smashes, crashes, and burns. Positive bug starts out on his way, doesn't deserve the windshield, but it hits it, but it has a different attitude. And because of that positive attitude, it develops something called resiliency. I can't control what happens to me, can't control what happens around me, but I got complete control over what happens in me. Resiliency, bounce back ability. And therefore it bounces off of things. And where the other bugs smash, crash, and burn, the positive bug bounces off. And because of the uh, windshield being slanted and aerodynamics, it bounces up and flies above the windshields. Steve, you were given some principles and I'm going to ask you the question now because they'll go right into your principles that I ask every guest. Uh, you come to DC to give a speech and and I know one time you spoke at NIH and I spoke a couple weeks after you. Man, they were raving about this guy, Steve Rizzo. Steve Rizzo, do you know him? Do you know him? I said, yeah, he's a friend of mine. Oh my God, he was so fantastic. So I know uh, you, you, you come to town occasionally. So you came to town. I went to hear you speak. I gave you a standing ovation as everybody else did. And then we went to lunch and then we went over to Howard University or American University and we went to a business class. I I want you to tell the audience what you would tell the students, a couple, you got us. If you're going to be successful in your business and your life, here's some, you got us. Well, yeah, it, you're, the attitude that you have throughout the day in your life personally and professionally and in, in your business, um, the attitude that you wake up with every morning is the attitude that you're going to take with you th throughout the day. Hmm. So every morning, I always suggest to people, before you take the covers off, stop focusing on what isn't working. Stop focusing on the, the, the things that are lacking in your life. Most people, when they wake up in the morning, before they take the covers off, start thinking of the grueling day they had the day before, all the fires they warm put out, um, or the irate people that they had to deal with. And this is before they take the covers off. Mm. And then they can't understand why their energy level is cranked. I know some people, Willie, and a lot of your listeners do this. They're, just get up, the covers on off. They're thinking of all the crap that has to be done on that day, the stuff that didn't go wrong the day before. And then they reach over to their nightstand and they grab their iPhone or some other ridiculous apparatus and start looking at all the messages that they believe need to be answered before they leave the house. Mm. Not giving themselves the break, not realizing that that low mood that you created you're taking with you throughout the whole day. Mm. So I coach people, when you wake up in the morning, don't focus on everything that has to be done and scatter your brain. Say to yourself, who do I have to be in order to get it done? Mm. What mindset do I have to have that can reassure me that I could hit anything and meet anything head on? And I show them how to shift their focus and way of thinking to what's working rather than fixating on what isn't working. Bless the things that life has given them rather than cursing what life is currently throwing at them. So what I do, and it takes seconds to do, minutes, maybe five minutes at the most, is to formulate an attitude of gratitude before they plant their feet on the ground and take that with them 
throughout the day. That's a simple. That's why Bob calls it in the book, common sense success strategy. We're born with these innate strategies. They're a part of who we are. It's just that we get so caught up in the crap of life, we're not aware that we can tap into these God parts of ourselves that are so simple. Unleash the power of your humor being on a daily basis. Humor being. I like that. Your humor being. Yeah. yeah. Your humor being is of your higher nature. The part of you that always brings out the best in you, regardless of your circumstances. Wow. Wow. I mean, this book, folks, uh, is just, I, I got it dog-eared and it's just fantastic. Uh, okay. Where can people hire you to come and speak for their organization, for their group, for their conference, for their meeting? Go to my website, front page, steverizzo.com. Look at my presentations. As a matter of fact, my new presentation just is now being revealed. It's called The Bob Factor. It's from mm. the principles in the book. Um, just go to my website. All my all my my videos are there. My All my presentations are there. And um, yeah, it's all there. All right. And, and where can they get the book, Conversations with Bob, a timeless, entertaining dialogue for living an extraordinary life. We can get it. You can get that on my website, steverizzo.com, all on the homepage. Scroll down. Or if you want, you can have some fun. Go to yourinnerbob.com. That's the Bob website. You can see excerpts of the book you could read. You'll see videos, whatever it is that you want that'll juice you. But um, like I said, that's this book is the reason I was put on this planet. Took me seven years to write. Wow. I love this. <laughs> it took seven years to write. Well, Steve Rizzo, it's just a joy to have you. You're my dear friend, and I'm grateful for you. And I'm so glad that you have uh, made this book a priority, gotten it done, gotten it finished so the world can be blessed by it. It is an incredible new way of thinking and people will be inspired by it. I want to thank you, my friend, for being my guest today. And I hope to see you again soon and keep sharing your laughter, your human, your humor being, as well as your uh, conversations with Bob, with the world. I appreciate you, man. I love you, Willie. I always did for so, so, so many years, man. You're a big inspiration to me. I love what you're doing. And it would be good at some point to meet up again. I'm looking forward to it, my friend. Have a great day. Blessings to you and yours, man. God bless. Wow, folks, this is one of those interviews that you're going to want to listen to over and over and over again. Steve Rizzo is a guy who knows how to inspire, empower, uplift, and help you to live your best life and have an extraordinary life because he has done it. You want to get this book, Conversations with Bob, get multiple copies and give them away as gifts. People will be inspired. Well, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for listening today. I want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule to come and be a part of this show. I want to encourage you to share this show with your friends, your family members, your coworkers, everybody, whether you're listening on radio or whether you're listening on the podcast. And then I also want to thank our sponsor, Truist Bank. Truist has made a commitment to help people get in homes and they have made it a priority. So I want you to go to truest.com slash mortgage, truest.com slash mortgage and, and check out Truest and check out their people, their professionals will talk to you and give you ideas and strategies to help you to get a home or to get a better home. 
Truest.com slash mortgage. When you start with care, you build a different kind of bank, Truest Bank. Last, I want to thank all of you who have made it to my comeback show in Washington. It's getting great reviews, thecomebackshow.com. And then last but not least, join us every Monday night on the Jolly Marriage Show on A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram, A Jolly Marriage on Twitter, and Willie Jolly LinkedIn Live, where we talk about principles for having a successful relationship, you want to join us on the Jolly Mary Show every Monday night, and you'll be glad you did. Hey, this is Dr. Willie Jolly. Thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be with me. I want you to remember for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure, your best is still yet to come. Have a great week on purpose, and I look to talk to you next week. Have a great day. God bless you. enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire, willyjolly.com slash billionaire, or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.